My son is uh, an actor and is in town rehearsing a play in the distillery district. Uh, and they're workshopping it right now. And he's been doing rehearsals every day. And yesterday we were going to hook up and have dinner. And he came home from rehearsals and he looked really flustered. And I said, what's going on? He said, I was refused by three cabs that wouldn't let my service dog into their cabs. Like flat out, no dogs. And like would not even let him get into the cab. And then, thankfully it was the fourth cab that actually picked him up and took him home and ended up being a really nice guy. But uh, this, is, this is almost a regular occurrence of every single time he takes a cab. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also want to point out too that there also is nothing in place for Uber to have service animals as well. Because when a vehicle comes, there's no way on the app that you can actually say, I have a, I have a service animal. If you call for a cab and say, I have a service animal, they will make sure to send you a driver that you it's know, okay with they the all have idea. to they all have to take you, but someone will take the call easier because they don't have an issue with it. But for some reason, there are drivers that will always refuse you and an animal. Now we're not talking about a slobbering Saint Bernard here either. We're talking about a, a black lab. Which is adorable S- by the animal. Way. Yeah, really cute dog. And you know, I, I tweeted yesterday right at the cab companies and they were back in crown. And almost immediately Beck got back to me and said, you know, this is something that we talk about with our drivers on a regular basis that we are 100% inclusive. Everybody deserves a ride no matter where you are or who you are or where you're going. So this is something that we will actually look into. And they actually looked into the guy that picked him up. His name is Muhammad. I want to thank him very much for, uh, for picking my son up and taking him home. But this is an absolutely regular occurrence. And it's not only illegal, but as I said in my tweet, it's, it's just douchey. Yeah, and here, here's the city bylaws. We've got them in front of us. City bylaw requires taxi drivers to accept a customer who has a guide dog or other service animal unless the driver has an allergy. The part that, to me, Jay, that sticks out of this bylaw is that drivers can be fined $500 for refusing a fare and can also have their license revoked. I would go further than that, and maybe I go a little over the top on things sometime, but if you're refusing somebody who needs this animal to get by day to day, it is part of who he is, is almost part of him, yes. really, in and a he's, sense. And he's literally tethered around his waist, so he is part of him. And you refuse that person, if you don't have an allergy and you're simply just doing it because you think you can get away with it because nobody is looking, you should be fired. The taxi cab industry is a service industry. You are on the front lines. You're supposed to be welcoming. You're supposed to be helpful to people. You're not supposed to be a complete... Yeah. You know what? Absolutely. To people who are trying to get into your cab to get from point A to point B who need that animal with them. So I don't think $500 is enough, to be quite frank with you. I don't think you should be working any longer. And I hope that the cab companies pursue this and find out who these drivers are and no longer have them in their employment any longer. Every time this happens to my son, who's 28 years old, by the way, and very able-bodied, I'd say to him, why did you not write down the name of the guy on the card or the number of the cab or his license plate? And he, and he will say to me the exact same thing every time. I get so frustrated and so flustered and, quite frankly, embarrassed that I just don't want any part of the situation and, and I move on. And that, for me, is a huge takeaway that anybody – you already you already have a service animal. You already feel as if, you know, something – this is something that you need in your life to make your life that easier. Maybe you're a little bit more aware of that because that's something that you need. And some jack so wagon to, drives by you so to draw and makes your even life more, more difficult. So to draw even more attention to it, I think that that for me is is where it gets to be just just horrible and just just bad karma. Let's come back and talk about this with you at 416-872-1010. Maybe you're a cab driver out there driving around this afternoon. Uh, have you heard about this in the industry? Does this happen? Is it commonplace? We'd love to hear from you on that end. And if you're not a cab driver... Do you think it's about time the city puts some teeth into this where $500, okay, yeah, that might mean something to the bottom line, but 
I would have the fear of God in me if I was going to lose my job based on rejecting a fare of somebody who had a service animal with them. I take it that seriously. Maybe the city doesn't take it that seriously. We'll come back and find out if you do at 416-872-1010. This is The Live Drive with Ryan Doyle and special guest co-host Jay Michaels on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Maybe it's the weather. Maybe it's the temperature. I, I find myself particularly angry about this situation this afternoon involving your kid. Yeah, my kid and his service dog being refused service by uh, a number of cabs in the distillery district. And the location is really irrelevant because this has been happening with my son for uh, for a, a really long time. He had a catastrophic stroke about four years ago. He's had a number of brain surgeries. He was left with 50% of vision loss in both of his eyes, some brain damage, and a service animal because of the, the brain damage. He's now epileptic as well. So the service animal is a, is a seizure response dog. He's a beautiful black lab. Wonderful dog. And every single time my son goes to get into a cab, he's refused by at least one. He always does get a ride, but he is always refused. He's had Ubers refuse to pick him up. He's had cabs refuse to pick him up. He's also been refused, and this is, you know, a little bit off topic, but he's been refused entry into Petro-Canada stations, to Mm -hmm. restaurants. And sometimes uh, people will come and say, no dogs. And then they see the, the giant red vest. There's your telltale signal that it's a service animal that you're supposed to be trained to accept. And then they'll say, oh, it's okay. It's a service animal. Sometimes they will still refuse him. Here, here's what I can see. And I'm trying to put myself in the cab driver's position. We'd love to hear from you at 416-872-1010. Has the dog ever had any accidents in the back of a car? No. And that's part of the training. And uh, as Ashton's parents, we trained with him with dog guides in, in, in Oakville. For three weeks, we lived in a dorm-like situation with the dog and watched him train every day. And these dogs are, dogs are trained for a full year or full two years before they even get to their owner. And they're highly trained. They will not even go to the bathroom, Ryan, while wearing the vest. Really? They will whine. You say, oh, do you need to... Yeah. Whatever they call it. And they'll take the vest off, and then the dog will go to the bathroom, and then they put the vest back on them. We're talking about highly trained service... Animals. These, the, this, this, my son's dog can actually jump up and, and open, hit the hit the handicap thing on the door to open the door for you. He can he can fetch from the wow. fridge. Like these are highly trained dogs, which is why it's it's almost unfathomable to me. And they're also so well taken care of because that's part of the training as well that they would ever be refused service. Have any of these cab drivers that have driven past him or told him no, given the reason that there was an allergy? Because that I can understand. The, uh, I will give the caveat to a taxi driver that is allergic to dogs, but I would also expect from that ca- taxi driver an explanation, right? To say to your son, listen, I've got a dog allergy. I'll call somebody on the radio for you who mm-hmm. doesn't and let them know you're looking for a, a cab uh, with a driver that, that would be accepting of a dog. And I think that would be a happy medium. And I think that's the question that I'd love to hear from a cabbie because to me, they're really aside from that. And, and to answer your question, no, no one's ever said to him, hey, I have an allergy. Yeah, it's always nonsense. been, it's been a, the flat palm, no dogs. And then he would just move on because it's not worth fighting about. 416-872-1010. Paul, you're a person that mentors dogs? Uh, yes, uh, we actually mentor dogs for the uh, Lions Foundation. And uh, we currently have three of them that live with us. They're all black labs. Uh, so I'm very aware of the uh, program. And uh, most places, even with the service dogs in training, okay, if they're in a training vest, mm-hmm. uh, will we'll allow dogs uh, into their premises onto uh uh, their conveyance, be it a taxi or whatever. Uh, there are a certain number of people, though, that need to be educated. And uh, I try and be you know, blunt with my education of them, of these people. But uh, uh, in most part, uh, I have only ever been refused entry to one place in the recent past, even with a dog in training. 
That's interesting. I mean, that your kid is is experiencing this at a higher level than our caller. I think so. Also, because my son, because of his age, and he's sing, a single guy, dates a lot, and he's out a lot, goes to pubs and stuff like that, sometimes yeah. with the dog. He's traveling later at night, so maybe that has something to do with it. I want to just bring in Rita Smith. She's from the Toronto Taxi Alliance. You were listening in. Rita, what do you think when you hear a story like this? Well, we're, I'm horrified. I hate to see anybody not be well-served by one of our drivers. Um, and actually, Ryan, I'm going to give you a, a bit of a scoop a bit of an advanced piece of information, which we are actually uh, going to um, announce um, in about 10 days, which is that we now have a central email, which is supported by all the brokerages in Toronto, Beck Co-op, Maple Leaf, um, Crown, Scarborough City, Able Atlantic. Uh, and uh, if somebody emails me and lets me know the number of a cab which has refused them, mm-hmm. um, I will flip that email immediately to the brokerage concerned. Um, to the if they let me know the brokerage and the number, if they, they just give me the number, I'll send it out and I'll find out which brokerage it's been from, uh, been sent from. We um, ran a bit of a pilot in June and July, and it worked out quite well actually. Um, and so I'll give you the email now. Yeah. Um, anyone that is declined to ride for any reason by a cab driver can flip me an email at totaxifeedback at gmail.com. Okay. We, we thought about phone and we checked into email. Email's the fastest, actually. Sure. And also, we strongly encourage consumers who have been turned down or treated badly in any way uh, told that there's a minimum fare, that it's too, uh, uh, too short of a ride uh, for any reason, uh, snap a photo. If you've got a, a, a camera phone, snap a photo of the cab number, which is on the passenger door. It's also on the back of the cab on the plate. And inside the car, it's on the tariff card. It's usually a four-digit number. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and with that number, we can locate the driver. If someone contacts us, with a complaint, and they have only the color of the car, um, but they don't have the number, it's almost impossible to locate. So, T-O, taxi feedback At gmail.com. R- Rita, I have a real quick question. Is this something that's going to be posted right inside the cabs, this email address, eventually? Uh, I'm not even sure that legally we're allowed to post such things in the cab. Uh, the city of Toronto has very strict rules about what can be posted inside of a cab. But now that we've run the pilot, I would be very happy to approach... Uh, Toronto and ask if they could put it inside the cab. Rita, Rita, I've got the mayor on at the end of the month. I'm going to put this question right to him to get on top of that. That would be awesome. All All the brokerages are supporting it. They all want to make sure that their drivers are not doing this. Um, There are sometimes, Ryan, reasons, like a cab that has to go back to the garage at 4 o'clock in the afternoon can decline a ride if it's going in the opposite direction of the garage, right? That's there fair. Rita, I've got, I've got to run here, but I appreciate you giving us the scoop this afternoon. Okay, great. Thanks, Ryan. There you Thanks go. Rita Smith from the Toronto Taxi Alliance. You heard it here first. There will be a new email address that passengers out there can use, totaxifeedback at gmail.com. It will be something you can use if you're declined a fare. If you, you know, you're in your son's case, if he's got a dog, a service animal, and they reject him, he can take a picture of that number or uh, look at the number of that. that which cab. simplifies things, which is fantastic. Yeah. And I also want to say thank you to Christina Beck, who got in touch with me yesterday, almost literally as soon as she saw the tweet, and as uh, you know, told me. We spoke by phone today. She said, "This is something we will not." We will educate, 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 and we'll try and make this better. We will come back here on the live drive. Ryan Doyle, J. Michaels, In Depth Radio, News Talk 1010.